0: Hello and welcome to the Arbitrage Podcast, episode three hundred and ten. I am Eric Berger, yes. joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sininski. That's me. Hi, Hello. I'm Everybody. wearing
1: a sweatshirt you that are? I got for twenty dollars. That's,
0: that's quite good. Yes, it was on like flash sale at Pac Sun. Online. Why did okay, why did Sun have a DeLorean motor company? This uh, is they hoodie? actually made this too. It's a Sun branch oh. sweater. So it's a newish thing. I have no idea. But okay. anyway, right. yeah.
1: It was it's very cozy and it was twenty bucks.
0: That's a great price for any sweatshirts. So. Um
1: speaking of more Aegis things, we were talking about my Commodore. We and you, so mm-hmm. I was learning more about how they're able to like make these games that were like you, you saw the Ghostbusters game, like that's
0: technically too good to be running on that it's hardware. Like it,
1: it's technically an eight bit game but it looks as good as a 16-bit game and so i was figuring out like how they were able to do this and the way they loaded the games onto the computer is the disk drive would load everything on the five and a quarter floppy into ram okay and that's how it was able to just run everything is the entire game all at once was loaded 100 percent into
0: the ram like it Delete. That's an impressive amount of RAM. I mean, RAM was it's very expensive. It's 64
1: kilobits. Yep. Like, it, it, th- that is a massive amount of RAM from 1982. And so um, <laughs> that's why that computer was able to, like, be a functioning computer, like, until 1994, when Commodore, like, Commodore themselves went out of business mm-hmm. before the Commodore 64 lost relevancy. Because, like, they were still selling them. Like, there's new old stock being sold that sure. were, like, just, like, People still wanted them,
0: and, and they were probably pretty inexpensive to produce and sell at that point too.
1: Commodore in 1982, it cost them 115 dollars to make the, each computer, and it co- they sold for 600.
0: Oh, geez. That margin's very good. Extremely I'm surprised it was that cheap with that much RAM.
1: And yeah, and so that's the thing is they uh, made the they made it in house, if I'm not mistaken, because they weren't they got burned on their typewriters early on. Really interesting
0: story about the Commodore. Sorry, back up. Commodore typewriters.
1: Yes. Yeah, so Commodore was founded by a Holocaust survivor who started his first business by importing Czechoslovakian typewriters to the United States under ah. the brand Commodore. Okay. And then after the Iron Curtain went up, he had to quickly find a new... Is that what Ivan was typing on to you? Maybe, yeah. Okay, it probably might, might wasn't have been a, Commodore yeah, Typewriter. Yeah. Ivan, if you're wondering what, who Ivan is, <laughs> Ivan is my little computer person. And little computer people was like the proto-Sims that Activision made in like 1985 no for biggie. Commodore. But uh, yeah, uh, little computer people... Uh has, like, a really, like, weird backstory. Is These are actual living humans that are stuck inside your Commodore <clears throat> because they got sucked into their computers during Y2K because they didn't reset the date.
0: That is a terrible premise. I know, but th- it makes you care about them. Like,
1: your Sim matters. It's a real human.
0: And this is this, like, a gigapet where if you don't wake it up and feed it every now and then, it just kills it?
1: No, it, it he'll be fine. But, like, it, the if, like, you don't, like
0: visit him for like 30 years. He'll be out of food. You have to get more food. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Did you find any little computer people in there from the previous owner?
1: Um, so y- y- this is the thing is the little computer person. Each floppy has its own person on it. Okay. So like mine has Ivan and his Brown dog. Nice. I saw Ivan, both of them. Yes. Ivan wears a pink shirt and, or a um, fuchsia shirt, whatever the pink is on Commodore and has blonde hair. Um, But, like, if, say, you had a copy of Little Computer People that wasn't a burnt copy of mine, Mm. you would have a different person. So every first-party copy of Little Computer People had a different person. I think that's just
0: really cool. It's impressive (laughs) that they were able to do that at scale, especially at the time. But I'm sure it was a fairly small code change to make that happen, but still. Yeah.
1: I think, I I imagine (laughs) when you're, like, pumping out the disks, you just, like, have a random... You know, number generator. Right. (laughs) For like the three different.
0: And that's probably what it is, too. I mean, it's probably self executing code that does randomly generate, and all that stuff, you know, throws away what's not relevant. And then
1: it just does that, like, when they're writing the disk, and then you just have. Because otherwise, having 256 different little computer people like haircuts probably
0: too big for the disc, yeah,
1: or the tape or whatever I don't, it was I don't originally know shipped How on. big a five and a quarter floppy
0: holds? Uh, well, depends on the density. They maxed out, I think, at 768k, but the earlier ones maybe they even got to 1.2 megabytes by the end of the high density. But I think the highest end ones were about three, that, three so
1: 360 mic. kilobytes to so, 1.22. So,
0: yeah, you're actually right, in the,
1: <clears throat> right on the nuts. Wow.
0: I uh, I've actually had a lot of old computers in my day, huh? And
1: then, uh,
0: but yeah, that should be a standard density, which is 360k.
1: Yeah, so huh, there you
0: go, <clears throat> Ivan. Congratulations on fitting on a 360. Uh, anyway, uh, beer. I'm drinking a Colorado. Well, actually, a light Colorado Kool Aid. Not even the regular one. Kool is light. Ryan, looks like you've got one of I've our last hammies. Yes. Excellent. We need more hams. Before we dig into the first topic, patreon.com forward slash Carpetrage on this super cool handcrafted Patreon page, you will find... Three open-ended levels of support starting at just $0.99 cents a month. You look like you have something to say, right?
1: Little computer people can only be 64 kilobytes because they loaded <clears> onto <throat> the Commodore with no loading strings after initial load-up.
0: That's a good point. So he had to be within 64 kilobytes. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage if you want to help us out with some hosting fees and beer. Awesome. If not, no worries. Anyway, wow.
1: All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to start. Uh, <laughs> this episode's called <laughs> Malay's Part 2 Electrified Googaloo. <clears throat> Um, because i was talking to ben Shu and he mentioned he's like i'm pretty sure we're in a second malaise and i'm like you know what i think so too and to be fair a second malaise just means that like cars are kind of just stagnating
0: sure like they're just not as innovative or interesting
1: yeah exactly um my most of my favorite cars are malaise era cars my favorite Mustang is a a Fox Body. My favorite GTO is a '74 GTO. Like, yeah, I do like Malays cars. So. I'm not normally a huge fan of Malays unless we're talking Germany. But my favorite um, Buick Century is the Moise Century. Oh the my god! 1980 Century Hatchback. I'm glad there's a car for everyone. You could get a 300, you get a 305 cubic inch V8, rear wheel drive, two door hatchback. <laughs>
0: It's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Stock. Does it stock. have a bustle butt too? At least yes. It, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a bustle back. God. Yeah. It, it's um. Ryan, this You should awful. Google it. it. Can can just oh. uh, nineteen
1: eighty Buick Century hatchback. It, it's oh. one of my favorite rear wheel drive American cars. Hatchback.
0: hatchback. <clears throat> um, oh. So right there.
1: Oh. Yeah, Uh, that's actually pretty cool, but you could could also get it with uh, a 3.8 turbo.
0: Oh, that's actually, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so you could get, like, cool versions of these. But that's definitely the milk-and-cigarettes-dad-didn't-come-home car.
1: Oh, that would actually be a Pontiac candidate. Can- well, we, am I've yeah. seen
0: that too, but I mean, this is like <laughs> similar, similar energy. They, yeah. A couple of cars were marketed to those delinquent fathers to yeah. be, and uh, I think this is one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, that pulled up on top ten obscure special editions and forgotten. Yeah,
1: it's a really, really, <laughs> really cool car. But, so the That's, stock the stock setup on that Century is like not good by any means because it's like a 305, which is like 120 horsepower at the crank. If yeah, even right, <laughs> like, it's terrible.
0: Um, Especially because that's a smog era 305, I assume. Oh, so.
1: yeah. No, it is the worst 305 that oh,
0: you could possibly have. The, um, this picture is also from that same year, I think. I think you just uh, <clears throat> uploaded the thumbnail as usual. I did. Uh, the I whole, saw the... I copied the image
1: link. That's but, what I did. All right. Well, anyway, I'm not too concerned because what you can do with this is since this, this, it has a normal carbureted 305, is any other American V8 will go in with no trouble.
0: Is it a Buick 305, though?
1: Yeah. But it, it it's not fuel injected. None of the weird stuff from like the later eighties. It's literally just a muscle car with just packed with emission shit to get the squeak past the line. And it's not good at all.
0: Fifty pounds of platinum underneath Yeah, it.
1: exactly. So you take the catalytic <clears throat> converter out. You, not a Cadillac converter. You take sir. the Cadillac converter Thank out. You. And you run a dual <laughs> exhaust system. You can put like a three
0: fifty <laughs> a three eighty three crate engine. Did it have a restrictor plate in it and like a one and a half barrel carburetor?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it had a ThermoQuad, which is oh, a four-barrel yes.
0: carburetor, which is not good. That's still, sorry, roadkill, that the Freiberger quote, the only carburetor that punishes you for going wide open. Yeah, is a ThermoQuad. Actual quad. words from Freiburger, and I still crack up every time I hear ThermoQuad, just because I initially think of it. Anyway, sorry.
1: Yeah, so it's. It, it, I'm pretty sure it has a ThermoQuad on it, which is terrible, but it's like you could make that into actually a very
0: good car like you'll never ever handle it just reminds me of like the monza
1: yeah no it does it's a it's a monza that's like a it's a bigger monza basically it's a monza you can actually put a v8 into
0: the monzas came with v8s oh did they They came with 305s oh that's cool
1: anyway so it's like a monza but square um
0: (laughs) the squanza got it yeah squanza
1: uh So, I like it. Why is that
0: not the episode title? Yeah, that's a
1: good name. The Squanza? But anyway, we're not really talking about this car, but I do (laughs) really want to, like, push the fact that this a cool freaking car because it doesn't weigh anything. It's a hatchback and it's a V8. Like, it's a good drag car. That's the
0: era where cars looked heavy, but they were not.
1: It weighed nothing. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's actually just a
0: really good dragster. That's a really good point. Yeah, almost everything from the Malays is actually pretty light.
1: Yeah, like they're actually pretty cool. Like, there's a lot of weird shit that like happened, and then like all the weird shit that they did to like make things work. Anyway, Malays cars. (laughs) I want to talk about my proof that the second Malays is happening. All right, (laughs) is during the Malays, since you couldn't make a car actually good, you made it gimmicky, right? Sure. So like. You wouldn't have, like, a better ta- Lincoln Town car. You'd have a Cartier edition Lincoln Town car, which has, like, a Cartier clock in it. Or a Bill Bass edition, which is... And several oval windows. Yes, you'd have mm. opera windows and things like that. And...
0: <laughs> well, you know, let's stack them.
1: Yeah, and, like, you'd have, like, convertibles that don't need to exist. And here we are, with a convertible that does not need to exist. This is the Cross Cab Killer. It is a Toyota Crown Open. That's is what they call it. Yes, it's a one-off convertible Toyota Crown. Oh, they only made one. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, well. currently, they should put it in the serial production. Because how many pillarless two, four-door convertibles have you ever seen? One. Yeah, it's the, the Kennedy special. Yes. The, the there. Lincoln. There you go. If, it's they,
0: a, if they put coach doors, or sorry, suicide doors, because it would be a four-door. If they put... Suicide doors on this. That'd be very cool. But I like Put it. it. I like
1: it without... It's a pillarless four-door convertible.
0: And you know what? We've found out from the Cross Cab really just how passionate the buyers of this particular type of vehicle are. Yes. So it would sell. They're extremely enthusiastic enthusiasts. I mean, it would sell very slowly, but it would sell. They would sell several. And the Facebook group few. would be amazing.
1: Yeah. No, because like these are also like... the A Cross Cab is the people's convertible two-door suv and this isn't a direct competitor this is like what the range rover evoke convertible should have been it should have been this
0: god i forget about that piece of garbage oh the evoke convertible and they were so expensive they're hideously
1: expensive they weren't nearly as good as a cross cab no but this one's better because it's the toyota
0: oh yeah this one will actually work in the soft top look at all these happy men i don't know well, That's once.
1: actually in a century which I thought was funny.
0: This well, the, the top photo is definitely the best one but uh, yeah. I did did you see the um, not the utopian I think Autoblog also had something about this vehicle but it's like the MR2 your mom says you have at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay. No this is hurts, this is but... much much better. I I
1: feel better about this like it They've like totally destroyed the Crown name with the creation of this version, but whatever. Like, it's
0: definitely We are
1: we are absolutely in a malaise. Like this it's is a gimmicky. Ma- this is a malaise ass vehicle. It's like, very
0: gimmicky. <laughs> it but I you know, I don't hate it. It's I hate SUVs and like this is at least interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's somewhere between an SUV and a sitting on a convertible. It doesn't know what
0: it is, but like it's based. I want to learn about all the extremely explosive roller pro, roll protection bars that are in the back of this thing and how bad the storage space is. I want to learn all about it. Yeah, course. I
1: want to know more I about like this. I would like to know Like, more. I, w- I would like to see like a John Davis Motor
0: Week review. <laughs> and what are they again? it again? It's literally a, the just Cross Cab the, Open. Just the Open. Yep. Okay. I so, mean, they, they've never had a car called that before, really, so... Right, I'm sorry, no, open.
1: it's a, a Crown Open, yes. It's called a Toyota Crown Open, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, they've never had that before. But I do really enjoy that Japanese brands will just give a car a basic name for a convertible. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't come up with some silly thing. They don't call it a spider. Like, Their
0: descriptions are
1: extremely literal. Yeah, no, it's open. It's open top, so it's the What is this? Oh, open. it's
0: an all-wheel drive twin-port injected turbo 12-valve DOHC. And that's on the door. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, it's like well, the Scion or the um, the Toyota BB pickup truck yeah. is called a Toyota BB open deck because it's an open cargo deck. Also, those are eligible for import as of
0: next year. And I know how much you want a micro pickup. Yes, I do.
1: That would that's up there is a Toyota BB open or I, open deck. It's almost as good a name as an RR. Yeah, no, I really should get a yeah, wagon well, RRR. Cause I need to have a Suzuki. I've never owned a Suzuki. I've come close several times, but I've never actually had one titled in my name. So I need to fix that. Ah, R, R, you mad, bro. I won't fit it on a plate. Damn it. Fine. That's too much. Yeah, terms. no, I need to come up with a silly name. It though. would be
0: incredible. Yeah. Anyway, considering companies ruining things with excellent Oh, A-R, A-R, A-R. Oh, that's perfect.
1: That's a plate. Really <laughs> that's
0: actually perfect. And it would even fit on one of the new black Minnesota plates, which oddly we haven't talked about.
1: No, we haven't. Um, let's talk about that very quickly and yep. we'll
0: go on to your yep. topic. What, how do you feel about them? Uh, I just like how Minnesota told us about it, which is now Iowa has literally nothing over us. Yes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. Like, uh, if you... Uh, I, PSA, though, to the Minnesota people, if you order one new as a registration with vanity, you're limited to six six characters. But if you do a seven-character vanity plate on a standard plate and transfer it, then you can have seven characters. I have a question. Okay. Uh, Ryan. Now. Yes.
1: Can I have, when you have a six-character vanity plate Mm -hmm. on a black plate, Mm -hmm. do you still have the little Minnesota logo in the center? Cool. All right. So I could have a P-Club plate. Please elaborate. You've never heard of the P-Club? I
0: don't think so. They hand
1: out plates with the prefix of P-E-E. And it's an exclusive 999-person club. And it's called the P-Club. Because they have the P plates. <laughs> I, I regret
0: <laughs> And the asking, uh, uh, is that a thing here or somewhere else? That's a
1: real-life thing in the state of Minnesota. Look oh. at license plates when you're driving around. You'll see one of the exclusive 1,000 residents. Just under a thousand. 999. 999 residents that will be graced with a P plate.
0: Now, that's a plate I would keep forever. Back in the day, Minnesota used to have the letters at the end. Are there also 999 more number of P plates? No, it's
1: all. It, you, to be in the P Club, you have to be P first. Oh, okay. You just can't pee out your
0: butt. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> anyway, on that extremely odd note, remember oh, what. I never gave you my take
1: on the black plate. <laughs> you know, let's just
0: go back here. Hang
1: on. <clears throat> black plate. I, I think they're, they're stupid because everybody I see that has one is like some bro. Or a very boring person with a stock 2.4 front-wheel drive Jeep Cherokee. And people with the black cars.
0: I agree with you. I was really excited about this until I saw the first maybe 20 black plates on the and road. The, and then I saw what they were on. I'm like, like I immediately was over it. I don't care. I'm not buying any. And they're $30 a year.
1: Ooh, don't like that. Um, a lot more. I so. wish. Can you get a vanity plate with like one of those special like state parks uh, plates? Yes, yeah. I, I want a vanity plate. I want my spaghetti plate. You can. You're limited, I think, to five characters though. S P A G E S S P G T I. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to think of something. Maybe I'll do it for a different car. I just want a license plate with a little B on it.
0: That'd be really cute. Just incorporate that into your vanity
1: plate. It's a. Oh! Damn it! I could just get a B plate and have it just say buzz. B-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Anyway,
0: remember a few <laughs> months ago, we talked about the extremely rare prototype Lancia that was dipped into the drink. Yes. Now we know what that looks like. And oh. honestly, I was only going to do the story about this Lancia because of the story we talked about previously, but it's actually pretty good. Uh, this it is, does
1: look decidedly weird. Look yep. at the
0: back, though. Hold i mean on. i
1: like the front i like the it. front's
0: good but the back is even better <laughs> look at these tail lights <laughs> that looks quite good so it's designed to compete with the volkswagen id4 and this will do better and i think it's great that oh, we're going to bring some bar. recalls back to the italians
1: no i'm here for it well uh, america needs more unreliable cars 250
0: so. mile wltp total range and cool. it looks spicy it's italian and this one is not in the water yep i'm 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 not mad about that no it's are we good? gonna get it uh no we're not oh. we're not gonna get the epsilon mm. nope
1: okay I kind of want
0: that. I want.
1: We need more rubbish cars. This is. I'm. I'm This is a good appliance right here. We have boring vehicles. That looks like from the six letters on the front of it, like it's going to be a terrible ownership experience.
0: You will be in loaners a lot with this. Yep. Um. You'll get to
1: drive every Italian car ever made, mm -hmm, which is great. Yeah, you get to buy. You can get to drive. You get this, and you can drive a 500 electric. Mm -hmm. Every Alpha, you can drive another one of these. You'll get even probably some other Chryslers and yeah. stuff. Oh, like, I'm sure. Yeah. No, you'll have a chance to you'll drive, get to
0: drive a Tonale and a yeah. Giulia and yeah, you'll five get every, of... every
1: single Italian car because every single, Ital- no dealer is ever going to like sustain themselves selling just Lancias. Um, what they would never, ever be able to do that. No, I can't be, I don't know. Shockingly. But the thing is, is every Italian dealer is like, here's every brand in Italy, except for Ferrari, all at the same dealership. <laughs> And I, I love that because I can just cross shop everything I'm interested in because it's a, it's a type of person that buys an Italian car. And so the thing is, is like, while Fiat is good now, Lancia isn't.
0: I mean, this is based on a 500E, so it's probably – Yeah, but there, it's but. still
1: – you can have things that are based off of good things and True. still be oh, bad.
0: Oh, 100%. Like, Look at the Thema 832 based the, off a very the good... The
1: Sterling 8-whatever. <laughs> oh, the Robert Sterling. The A twenty seven. That was based off a of Honda, but it was still <clears> terrible <throat> because they had one part in it that was made by Lucas, the Prince of Darkness. Like, that's why. This has many things that are made by Lancia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a lot of points of failure. Sure is. Think about... Every single part on this car is the door handle from a Fiat
0: 500. And the window regulator. And it's
1: the weakest link of every Fiat. Look at these seats. Uh, wow, that looks great. I, I want know, that. I, I would like. Look at that. Like, I want open pile cloth seats in cars. Are good.
0: Oh, so look at the center stack. That looks like a giant ashtray.
1: Man, that could be. Maybe in Italy it is a giant <laughs> it ashtray.
0: It's just a giant ashtray. You know, that was a
1: <laughs> center console design that was uh, first done on the Nissan Quest, and I will give them credit for that. Second-generation Nissan Quest had that same center console design, and I love that.
0: I, You know, I, I'm i a huge 90s fan, because that's my yeah. decade, but, like, it wasn't bad. Like, the swoopy design, like, we give it a lot of shit, but we came up with some good stuff.
1: Well, the second-gen Nissan Quest was a Y2K thing. It was, it was like, the Frutiger era. But it still very much had era. swoopy. Yeah. Yes, it was. But, um, no, I, I, I like 90s things. I prefer angular and boxy because I believe that you should have truth in your design and rounding things off is untruthful because oh, it is so it
0: makes it way less practical which is just bad exactly for and that's why I believe in
1: truth and design that's why I, like, when I look at cars like my 86 Subaru I actually love the design of it because I think that car should just be this is a car here you go you can fit things in it why is this square because square things increase your mm-hmm. interior space like
0: the 240s yeah. that they made for like 40 years.
1: Yeah, it was great. And then look at every white block they've ever made ever since. Rubbish. Terrible. Not good.
0: I, hope, I hope the 2.0 in th- my mother's new car is going to be okay. It should be fine.
1: She She's a uh, it?
0: She ordered it. Oh. I think she's picking it up in Sweden in like two months. Oh, that'll be fine. V60T8 Polestar. Really nice looking car.
1: Jan and I have been watching the Kingsman series, speaking of Sweden. It's King Seaman. King Seaman, yeah. Uh, we've been watching that series a good series i haven't seen it you've never seen kingsman oh you would love Can't kingsman so the first it's about this uh the secret agent there's like secret agent company like private secret service <laughs> okay in england is what is what they are and they have uh they're called the Kingsmen, and they do secret agent stuff right Sure. and so kids like a new recruit net and anyway um at, at the end of it, it's not a spoiler at all. But does, at, does at, Lucy at, love it? Yes, he does. Love oh, well it.
0: then I know it's good. At the end
1: of it, uh, he's like saving the world, and one of the prisoners, a uh, Swedish princess, and she goes, S- "Make sure you come k- get me back." He goes, "I'll try." She goes, "I'll let you put it in my bum if you do." And he goes, "I'll be right back." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's it's a, a great way to series. Get guaranteed return anyway, business.
1: So they're dating in the second uh, Kingsman movie. Oh, I, wonder, so I he, wonder what happened between yeah, I the know, first right? and the second season. <laughs> it's brilliant, um, and he has to meet her parents, the King and Queen of Sweden. So it's a, it's quite a good series. You I highly describes to, describe it's to like, you my first date. There's three movies. I. I think the fourth one they're working on, but like you would greatly enjoy oh, this. They're series. films, not even series. No, they're films. Oh, okay. Yeah, Very Samuel good. Jackson's the bad the bad guy in the first oh, one. My God, it's so good. All right, I'll have to. Tar- Pedro I mean, Pascal. I will the,
0: have to legitimately watch these on services. Pedro Pascal and Jeff Bridges are in the second one. Oh my God. It's so good. I love that. Like, you know, when they cast people like that, they're leaning on you already identifying them with a different role.
1: Exactly. (laughs) and They're nailing it. It's absolutely exactly what you're expecting. It's
0: so good. Oh, all right. I'll have to get a reminder. Yes. The Kingsman series. I'll try to message you. I'm not going to Google the King Seaman, but anyway, so,
1: um, Speaking of rubbish cars in America, I'm not betting against VinFast. You can mute this immediately.
0: I'm going to. Um, I'm not even going to put it on screen until the ad's done. uh,
1: Two, one, skip ad. I've
0: had premiums so long. All right.
1: And then just put put a a, a pause right there. So Donut Media, uh, for all the shit that they get. I like that that um, was
0: timestamped to the absolute perfect spot. I know,
1: right? (laughs) Um, Donut Media tested a VinFast VF8 that was privately owned. So they didn't have a press car. It was like a ladies car. Okay. And the reason they're testing it is they're trying to see if all the auto reviewers were correct. And they're like about 70% of what they said was true. Okay. Like people were being overly harsh. Sure. But,
0: but also there were problems.
1: Yeah. But there were some actual
0: <laughs> problems. Yeah. But they were all bad.
1: Yeah. Um, so the uh, VenFast said that they got that they fixed everything. <laughs> right from over the air updates and so they went and retested the vf8 and it was mostly fixed they went as far as even the new ones mm-hmm. they put in different suspensions so they replaced well, I see. ride
0: quality is one of the yeah things.
1: they replaced the shocks and the springs in the later ones so they weren't over dampened okay
0: that's um, good i mean that's what kia and hyundai were dealing with that like 10 years ago yeah
1: and so they they fixed that um The never-ending chimes, they adjusted the chimes for the driver assist. So it's a first-gen Touareg. Yeah. They fixed the driver's assist. Um, They fixed the laggy (laughs) accelerator uh, pedal. It was still laggy, but better. Um, The driving aids.
0: Like aids in quotation marks, by
1: the way. You could not turn without your turn signal on. Like, it literally would fight you. That's scary. So what it does now instead of straight up not letting you turn without having your turn signal on is it puts a little bit of additional tension in the steering wheel, but then lets you go. That's it.
0: So it's like an always on lane keep that you can break through.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not like it, it basically, it lightens up the the steering wheel after a certain point. If you're trying to change lanes, that still
0: sounds dangerous.
1: It's not enough to not allow you to turn because like before you straight up couldn't you have to fight with the car to change the that, that signal on now it just it's like a reminder it's like a gentle tug so
0: so they should OTA that out that sounds like the ID4 and
1: that's kind of what they did is they OTA'd it to be like this <laughs> Um it's better and I know exactly how it feels so I felt that with Subaru used to do that with their first generation of eyesight you can turn it off which is good
0: but except um, it re-enables every time yes you it does that's a thing that you have to deal with I was terrified when I had a Subaru loner.
1: yeah You just have to turn everything off every time. I did. I got it. I kind of like that. I like having it's like driving a spaceship. You have to click a bunch of buttons and you go. Do
0: you need to let your car warm up? You need to let it warm up long enough to turn off everything in the infotainment system. Brilliant.
1: But anyway, (laughs) so this is the thing. I'm not betting against Vinfast because. Do you still hold their stock? Yes. Very good. Because I bought it when it's like even cheaper. (laughs) Um, Of course I I hold it. But they like fixed most of the problems. Like it, it doesn't suck. At all, or it doesn't not suck at all. It certainly sucks. There's but only
0: three sets of quotation marks on this this single image.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, two,
0: two of the fixeds are in quotation marks, and AIDS is in quotation. Marks.
1: Driving AIDS doesn't really help. It makes everything worse.
0: Oh, I think it's because it's AIDS. Like it's that yeah. bad.
1: So yeah, it's exactly that. And so <laughs> they fixed most of it. It's getting better, <laughs> and I'm here for it. For you know, to be honest, because I'm I want and fast to come here i want to see more vehicles here from other countries
0: well not only that going back to literally the first thing you said on Carbitrage about the vf8 we need benchmark yeah you need to have a bottom like you need to have a common denominator yeah like daewoo
1: was great because we could actually (laughs) see what a really shit car was and like now that daewoo doesn't exist everybody's like how bad the mirage is it's like it's not bad because it's small and cheap it's just small and cheap bad is like it blows up immediately and it's just not good. Bad as 2 And it's 0. not t- comfortable. No, and it's cheap and small, and you can't finance it very nicely, and insurance is expensive. Like, imagine a Hyundai Elantra, but worse. And that's what a Daewoo was, and we mm-hmm. don't have that. Not anymore. Yeah, and now we have something like that, and I want to see more of that in America.
0: And it's getting fixed slowly, too.
1: Yeah, it's getting, it's getting better. But, like, the thing is, is, like... <sighs> Even getting better, it's still like event fast. You're still gonna have the lead acid battery from Vietnam that's gonna oh, not work. Yeah. Like you're still gonna have problems, <clears throat> and I'm here for that.
0: So at least to your point, they've been quite responsive and proactive thus far about yeah. correcting these issues. And I'm sure so. that
1: they will completely fall apart the second their um Hey, you have a girl named Jennifer Wills. Wow,
0: I'm sure she's legitimate and not a romance scammer. What do you call it, Pig butchering? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh. Romance games are pig butch- butchering. I just thought it
1: was. Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. I thought it was some guy in a call center is just like working for minimum wage. And, oh, it, it is. Yeah. But
0: like the process, like gaslighting or catfishing or terms for it, oh. that one's pig butchering.
1: Oh, okay. That's oh, how you describe it. Today this I learned. Game, so. Anyway,
0: uh, I briefly want to talk about something that isn't that. So <laughs> the, we've talked about basically the, the Toyota influence yes. on BMW forcing them. to be better, to to federalizing a ZF German-built manual transmission for the goddamn powertrain. We talked about this going into the Z4. Luckily, these are now in the hands of the press, and this $3,400 cost option over the auto, which I love. I love the fact that it costs more money, because people will just spec every option just like they used to do with the SMGs, and they're going to end up with a better car. But it turns out it's phenomenal. And... You know for a fact that everyone working in the M division is pissed off at the M division now for just making straight trash because the commenters on the Autopian were like, there are things on this car that are not done outside of the M division. Ever that are on this car, Good. like certain wheel and tire package things and like Good. compounds and the sizes. Like this is an M car. Good,
1: I and love that for
0: the engineers that are so angry with BMW for making trash. So apparently this thing is fantastic. It is the same trans as the GR Supra, but it has a different linkage. I saw a GR Supra on the way here today. I like those. You know, they're not Supras, but I do enjoy them as a car. Yeah, well, fine. I I do enjoy an A91 or an A90, whatever you want to call it. It's A91, I think is what's D- called, yeah. It does. The facelift is A91, but I think the original They're auto a- only one's a nine a A9, A9X. Anyway, yeah. so the Mark V quote-unquote Supra. Yeah. <clears throat> Great car. I wish I called it a GRS. G- oh, that would gr- be a good name. A GRS would be a good name. Dude, if I was in the market for basically if I didn't own a 124, I would be seriously tempted by this thing.
1: Ah. Uh. I don't know. German cars give me the ick. Modern German cars, uh, I should say. Well, I guess. They they, just, they all collectively give me the ick. There's not a single German manufacturer that I get terribly excited over anymore. And that's, it didn't used to be like that. Like Back in high school, I was gung-ho for some German cars. No, I love Mercedes I'm excited and stuff. about
0: this bit right here.
1: Yeah, that's fine. You can get that in a Mirage. Um, so, Which but,
0: they don't sell here anymore. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you can get that in a It's a new vehicle sold with a federalized manual transmission.
1: Yeah, that's good. I'm trying to think of a car that is silly that you can get a manual in. But anyway, they exist. Anyway, Anyway, so what I'm saying is is that just German cars as a whole they they don't get me excited anymore. No, of course not. Um, they're
0: clinical appliances.
1: Yeah, and it used to be like a clinical appliance where somebody that listened to Prodigy was involved in the development team.
0: A lot of drugs.
1: Like there's like one guy that was there that like drove
0: <laughs> business suit, business suit, business suit, nose piercing and chain wallet business suit. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's get like, like, this guy's opinion. He, like
1: you could spot his car <laughs> in the parking lot. Cause it's like a yellow Renault five turbo, with, like, a body kit on it and, like, giant, like, 16-inch wheels. Mm. And it was actually just the
0: Oli G car. And always on underglow that's green. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, perfect. Oh, like, God, I love Oli G in the house.
1: Yeah. So, like, it, it would just be, like, there's, like, one guy that's, like, an Oli G sort of dude that worked for M Division that just made things better.
0: <laughs> it's in the Z4 meeting. He's <laughs> like, so why is that in order? is <laughs> that in order? Me was trying to save time. <laughs> So,
1: I think, like, because I was also talking about this, because um, at work, it people think that I dislike German cards, which is good. They should assume that. Um, but we were talking about, like, one of my coworkers was like, I kind of want to get an R107 and rest them out with uh, over fenders. And everybody's like, Ew, gross. I'm like, I'm here for that. And I show up a coding special R107. And I'm like, That's a cool car. Like, I like German hot rods. Like, when German people actually enjoy themselves.
0: Also, R107 it's a good time. sucks. So you may as well ruin one.
1: Yeah. Like, that's actually a very good car. Like, I love that. More
0: tire? Great.
1: Yeah. It's a giant tire and a and, uh, turbocharged uh, M117 that was on the coding special. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're
0: blowing through the the. Flapper CIS yeah. thing. Like, man, it was fine.
1: Yeah. I just figured it out. I made, made it work. I
0: well, just took all the parts off the Porsche turbo.
1: Cause it's the same thing. Yeah. It's great. And so anyway, um, <laughs> the thing is German cars can be cool. I just don't give Germans credit when they don't make cool things. That's fine. And it's like, they make things that like are a relatively cool version of a not cool car, but like, I don't care about the M4. Like, <laughs> That's for the record I do not either. Yeah, but like that's what everybody loves is like those Zim cars today. Like modern BMW. I don't care about that. But like back in the day, like I loved E thirty sixes in like the early two thousands for E forty sixes were like cheap.
0: Because yeah, E thirty sixes were always terrible cars, but and like they were also like fun. a tuner
1: car. Like you get body kits for them and stuff. <laughs> and like molded like fiberglass like spoilers and bullshit like that. A lot of yellow. But like the thing is
0: like in that era e36s were among those vehicles and again they they were always poorly made so i mean it did not matter no 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 but that's a good thing yeah worse cars are better
1: yeah it's i mean it doesn't matter it's poorly made like it makes it you're you you do not feel
0: bad about modifying it like my, my 1991 m3 has semi-trailing arm rear suspension. Hell yeah. That car was universally lauded for having semi-trailing arm suspension. Do you know what my favorite part of the E30 is? Hmm. How tail-happy it is because of the semi-trailing arm rear suspension. E36 is made like shit. Who cares?
1: Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Like, so, the thing is, like, I think the last new German car I cared about, like, genuinely was excited for, I think would have been the new... Beetle Turbo S. And you're talking the, true, true, like the 98 a, new Beetle, not the, the new, na- new? The 98 new Beetle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Blue. Turbo S, yep. which was like the 190 horsepower Audi TT engine, mm-hmm. but you could just do a 220 horsepower or oh, like yeah. bolt-on thing and you're fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. no big deal. <laughs> but like, it came with like a different body kit on it. It's still I like a... I loved the wheels. Yeah, super it. cool wheels. Like, uh, ostensibly in every way a stupid...
0: Thing that had an exposed dual exhaust, yeah, like,
1: like it didn't ugh. need to be like that, no, like great. it was just a stupid thing that they made, and I love that. Like, that was genuinely one of the last German cars I was like, Woo, like, I want this because, like, it was like the R32 came out, and that came out like about the oh, same time. God. And like, the R32 is fine, except oh, it's like it's a terrible
0: car, but not again, yeah, it's but like, rare was, and terrible, so therefore, yeah. it's great. And, and, like,
1: Mark Fours were cool, but it's like mm-hmm. after the Mark 5. I think, like, because the Mark V came out, and all the BMWs at that point had turned into bangle cars, which I
0: hate. Best advertising campaign I can remember for a car? Mark V.
1: Yeah. The, Mar- the Mark V, the bangle BMWs, and then the CLS Mercedes all came out about the same time. And that was exactly
0: a cutoff for me and German vehicles. Like, I just didn't give a shit. Everything in, like, the early '90s from the big three in Germany was awful.
1: Well, and the early noughties was still new Beatles and stuff but like is mid naughty was or the mid like 2000s is like right when that like i'd say by 2005 it had no it's 2006 because that's when i got rid of the e46 correct unless
0: you're talking the convertible yeah. but yeah but i mean like
1: about 2000 by 2006 it was game over for like what i cared about with german cars because '98's my year for oh, you know what i guess the
0: uh c63 amg i like yeah, that was 08, technically. Yeah, okay, modelier. so I'll give you
1: the C63 AMG. But, like, that was... all
0: a... the E90 m 3 is really good.
1: And I, I did like the SLR McLaren. That was a 05. S...
0: Yeah, so I liked that. McLaren Mercedes SLR. Yeah. Whatever. I know. Ugh.
1: The Mercedes <coughs> GT cars, actually, to date, I like those. Because they're stupid. That is one of the stupidest
0: cars ever, yeah. Yeah. So I six hundred and twenty six horsepower M one thirteen. It'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I, I like stupid cars. I think the Mercedes even the modern ones are still pretty dumb. So
0: they're just soap bars. Yeah. It's like a Zotac forty series GPU. They look the same. Yeah. I it's just, just soap.
1: Yeah, I, I just I, I think the, the SL the Mercedes GT cars are just stupid. So those are the ones I like. But other than that, it's I can't really think of anything that I'm like.
0: Well, I mean, your first point was the last one I was excited by. Yeah. I like a lot of German yeah. cars, but the last one I was excited by... I like by. the E92s and, like, the E90 whatevers. Well, like, the E92s suck, but the well, E90s You deep. know what I mean,
1: like, uh, the I E90 do. generation. <laughs> I like that generation, but I I didn't, like, wake up in the morning, see one for the first time, go, whoa, what? Like, I did with a Beetle Turbo S. And you
0: click into it, you're like, why did they... Put a Le Mans engine that's got two cylinders chopped off in a daily driver. Yeah. That's going to go horribly. Yeah.
1: And then, like, you drive one and you go, this is quite good. But, like, and that's the thing is, like, you have to like, drive it until you go, this is quite good. It's mm-hmm. not, like, off the bat, you this is sick. Like, I haven't been like that in a long time. So. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm blanking on the last time I was, like, I had to, like, it's probably a car magazine. Yeah. It's been that long. Yeah. Where I'm like, Whoa probably a phoenix yellow a46 m3 like i probably saw that and i was like whoa that'd be pretty cool tell him more well, i guess the one m the one m okay but yeah. the
1: one m is like a one like a, a flash in the pan
0: that so. car shouldn't exist
1: yeah that's that was a, that was the last german car i actually went wow it's really cool and also, everything else i've not
0: cared about actually that good which is yes awesome. it is that
1: good it is extremely good also, vehicle.
0: holy shit if we ever end up doing the the 23 list dude like a, a nav white or black with paintwork one M. Mary, we we did the the bare bowl list. Bare bowl, yeah, but not like the year end like.
1: Oh yeah, shit! I forgot to do that. I, I kept bumping that back, because so I thought we'd already. Well, done it
0: got re-added, so it doesn't matter. We, anyway, we'll talk yeah, about that. later. I keep pushing um, it back. <laughs> but like a, a non-desirable spec and condition one M. Yeah, like you can get one of those for like forty or forty-five grand. And like buy buy that. Car. Yeah, buy and drive it into the ground like it's so good. Yeah, no, it's and also
1: it's mileage agnostic. It's still going to be a great car because there's always going to be more people that want that. If you buy one
0: that's already had paintwork, you can keep crashing it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, one paintwork is the same as ten paintwork.
1: Get the worst possible functioning, driving one M you can get. Get a
0: white. Well, actually, no. You're gonna get a black, high mileage, nav, power seat, no heated seat, comfort access Mm one M. Yeah. That's the worst one. It's the worst one. Yep. And it's still gonna drive like a 1M.
1: Yeah, you're still gonna yep. have a whole lot of fun.
0: Yep. So anyway, sorry, that's a
1: huge So speaking tangent, of but... um good cars, <laughs> yes. uh, the NSX has per- perennially come back and it's always done something new. The second generation NX is kind of the sophomore album. However, now the that concept I showed you mm-hmm. of that um the, really the cool Honda like saloon there. thing. Yeah, apparently the underpinnings of that have something to do with a new NSX coming out.
0: Which means it's going to be ruthlessly innovative. Yep. So that's possibly a, interesting. And in
1: all EV NSX is going to be an X one. And I mean, good. That's going to be a hoot and a half. Because I think the problem with being a hybrid for the second generation NSX is EV people didn't care and the, the petrol people didn't care. Nobody cared.
0: It was a technological tour de force and it was boring because yep. of it. So.
1: That, well, it was also that era of Honda. Where yeah. they could make literally anything boring. So,
0: I wonder if that had the rod bearing issue, like all the other accords and things.
1: Yeah, probably, <laughs> actually. Because <laughs> I think it had the same engine. Or main bearings. If, now, if you scroll down here, yeah. I actually uh, keep going down, keep going down. There is a current Honda that's being sold that is quite good. Scroll down a little bit more, a little bit more. The Honda Amaze. Look all at right. that. Click on Let's it. Let's go ahead and click on this. This is a great vehicle. This is the Honda equivalent. Of oh a Mirage, I'm sorry. It's a, it's Auto Car India. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang uh, on. Oh. That you you just clicked on that first one. Now, if you scroll down, it'll tell you about the car.
0: Smooth CVT, thumbs this, up. It,
1: it has a CVT option for the diesel. But if you scroll back up, back up, back up,
0: stop. Yes. Oh, oh. Manual. oh, manual
1: manual option. Excellent. And it's 7.94 lakh um, rupees, which I'm gonna oh, see yeah. what that is. <clears throat>
0: 1199 cc's of engine oh they don't like average sound insulation or misses features
1: yeah uh it it costs 9500 (laughs) dollars, and it comes with a manual and a (laughs) 1.1 liter uh engine that makes 90 horsepower that is a honda mirage and it looks like a tiny accord ah yes i love that front end why it works so well it works a lot better than the accord (laughs) so if you just just, uh, google honda amaze like uh, or yeah, yeah, Honda Amaze, uh, and then images you'll find I'm a working, billion of them. Working on it. Um, that was the first generation, which so was that adorable, doesn't look very amazing, but it was though. still adorable. But yeah, it's a great car. Uh, there's a Wikipedia
0: article about it. At I the know. I was looking for like an actual. There's one. there's, there's, there's an one. actual one. Huh. That picked it There we go. Copy image. Oh, oh no!
1: Just open image. Right click. Open image and new tab. Literally the same. Plan. No, it's different because. Copy image will copy the thumbnail.
0: Would you look at the exact same result for me pasting the thing I just copied into another tab? Huh. Anyway, you know. look at this glue guy.
1: It's so good. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good car. Is
0: he doing a driver's test in a parking lot? I imagine. It yes. looks like that's what he's it's doing. Very he's cute. having a great time though. Yeah, that's a happy car. He's just like amazed.
1: So, um, Honda being uh, just you know the way they are. I'm pretty sure you could put a L eight or L fifteen B into that. Oh, I'm sure. And have quite the Ripper. Certified. <laughs> yeah,
0: certified. Cr- Crankshaft away <laughs> from it, performance parts. It, it
1: is a certified ripper. That would be great. I'm gonna s i am going to wonder what engine's
0: in it. Uh, put one of those little L series superchargers on it that's got like the four. No,
1: the L fifteen B is the Oh out of the Civic Sport. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. The, yeah, so the L15B, like, that's actually the good one, and the, the L15B, like, will go into like
0: CRZs and stuff. Very good. Um, the engine. Oh, it that... is a L12. <clears throat> Perfect. So you can literally just bolt it in. You can make 600 horsepower out of it. That would no be problem. hilarious. Oh my god. Well, yep, right. a well, Honda
1: Amaze yeah. with the L15 would be incredible.
0: Do they make a hatch version of the Amaze? Nope, it's just a sedan. Okay, that's fine. I like sedans.
1: Yeah, I know you like sedans, but it's designed to be a. Is for uh literally made for the Indian market. It's made in Rajasthan. I love it. Yeah, the the first generation was also made in Indonesia, I think. But um oh sorry, Thailand. It was made in Thailand. And this India. car
0: just did what the Tata Nano tried to do incorrectly. Yeah, it just made a good, small, cheap car. They're they,
1: also sold in South Africa. And desirable. This is sold in countries mm-hmm. that I like cars to be sold in. Because I don't want cars that are made for the U.S. market. I want a car made for the South African market or the Indian market.
0: Going to be carjack resistant too, so you'll be able to insure it. Unlike your Hyundai, it weighs full weight, CVT, every option that you can get,
1: twenty two hundred and ninety three pounds. Goddamn, that is a successor to an EK <clears throat> Civic. That is very similar performance to an EK, well, Especially Civic.
0: with an L15B swap and a, a flash. So,
1: oh, all right. So, actually, the, the one you want to get, the most powerful stock one is the N15A1 DTEC turbo diesel. Uh, makes 99 horsepower and 148 pound feet of torque. I
0: can get a diesel one?
1: With a manual. So, the CVT comes in, in the diesel is usually CVT, but you can get a manual diesel that's more powerful. And that's the most powerful version you can get is a manual
0: diesel. Amaze. Amaze. Yes.
1: That is Amaze.
0: What a great car. Um, Man, I think we might have to add the Amaze to our uh, yeah, Arbor Josh yeah, sheet thing. Th- this, this is, save is quite image. good. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and save this. Amaze. It is quite Amaze. Pictures. Save. Can I save it as a JPEG? No, I cannot. All right. Fine. Whatever. WebP does. it is. Wow. They also make a tiny crossover
1: based off this platform yeah. called the BRV. Uh, and there's also the WRV, which are the crossover versions. Not so you, interested. Yeah, couldn't be bothered. Nobody could be bothered with that. But I like to know that. That means I wonder, because if they make a all-wheel drive version, oh well, they
0: probably do. Is it front-wheel drive only, or is it all-wheel drive? Uh, I mean, the HRV I know is front-wheel awkward, drive
1: only. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, never mind.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not aware of a system that would be you know in production from one of their vehicles of that size, HR-V. but that's got to be smaller.
1: Well, the HRV is independent axles, and right. it just has <clears> the coolest <throat> oh, twist beam in the world. Yes,
0: well, absurd, but okay. It's I a just, very cool twist beam. The all-wheel drive component I'm interested in. The crossover component I'm not interested. Well, in. no, the twist beam axle is what you would use in a fit as well. I understand, but you actually have to have the component size for it, right? And I think the HRV is a bigger vehicle than the the Amaze. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the thing is, you, you, the twist beam, you could just shorten it, I no, imagine. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, if you were to say
1: all wheel drive swap a fit, you need to have. Because actually, no, the fit does have a twist beam, and the fit would have that same. Right, because there's custom a custom axle. No, right? there is an all wheel drive fit oh, in Japan. Yeah. You can oh, get a 1.3 yeah. liter all wheel drive fit. That's ridiculous. So, since the first generation of fit, you had an all wheel drive independent. Uh, Diff, kind of independent like where you had like axles no. and a differential yeah. T- and a torsion beam. beam is
0: very yeah. much not independent but it's very impressive they were able to get a diff behind it well <laughs> what they do is they
1: twist the <laughs> torsion beam over the axle
0: i've seen it it's and, ridiculous it's,
1: it's absolutely silly
0: <laughs> every time since we've covered that i've like looked under the back it's of pretty, it's and pretty like,
1: much just a daydeon <laughs> tube like it's very close to being a daydeon tube which is my favorite suspension Anyway, let's talk.
0: I'm, I'm fine. Everything is fine. De tubes are be- I, the best cars. They they are, and they're better because they're worse. Yes, but they make like
1: an Alfa Romeo Spider would be worse without a De Deon tube.
0: It, oh, 100%, because the alternative would be uh, ox cart wooden leaf springs or something. Yeah, so. no,
1: it'd be much worse. And uh, I'm just I'm trying to remember exactly which cars have it.
0: Um, well, while you look that up, I want to end this yes. episode's topic list anyway with kind of... Here I already found it. Oh, okay.
1: Maserati Quattroporte. The first one. Yes. Uh, auto Union Type D. Uh, Alpha Alpheta, GT GTV6 GTV Giulietta, 69, or sorry, 690 75 Milano SC and RC all had DDT rear ends.
0: I'm surprised it's not like the uh, the elf or no what was it the, the Maserati Biturbo where they had like 50 models that were the exact <laughs> same car. Look look all these cars it was used in. I'm like dude that's one car. It, it's just one car. Well, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's what the, the Porsche is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Literally all of those are the exact same.
1: Platform. All of the good Aston Martins from 1967 to uh, 1989. Actually all Aston Martins from 67 to 89. Amazing. Um, yep. The amazing. Yeah. The daffodil. Uh, the DAF has one? Yes. <gasps> oh, I love Eso-
0: the De Dion tube even more now. All
1: of the ESO cars, the ESO, Revolta, Grifo, Fida, Lele. Even back in the 50s? Yes. Uh, Chrysler minivans from 1991 to 2004 had Daydian tubes. Uh, so what you're saying. Rover P6, Volvo 300, Mazda Cosmo. Like, these are actually cool cars. Recent vehicles. These are, here are cars made after the year um, 2000 that, that had a, a Smart 4 tube. A Mitsubishi uh, I Mive. Oh uh, my god. Of Caterham course. C7. Or no the Caterham way. 7. Yep. Cool. Uh, the Ford Ranger EV has one. Huh. Uh, that's uh, the Mitsubishi Fuso Cantor. Oh, Which yes. is the Mitsubishi oh, truck. Yes. Uh, they all have that. So I am really happy to know that the Mitsubishi Fuso <laughs> trucks have the Fuso same canter. They have the exact same suspension as a Lotus 7.
0: And an Iso Revolta.
1: Which means. That you can drive a Mitsubishi Fuso as angrily as you would
0: drive a Caterham oh, So No, it means it's a legit race car. Yes, it is. Dejan Tube, race car. Yep. Everyone, you are now to synonymize those two words. Uh, also, it was
1: used in the Ferrari 312T.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: The 1970s Ferrari F1 cars. Oh. The 312s.
0: I see. Yes. Well, that would explain why I don't know what it is. It's a Formula 1 car.
1: Well, it, it's the Formula 1 car that, like, um, Niki Lauda
0: drove. Well, I didn't know that was a Ferrari. I think he had a Ferrari. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't take anyway, your word for it. I don't follow Actually, for yes, anymore.
1: it was. In fact, the photo on Wikipedia is of Nicky Lauda's actual car. So Excellent. that has a DeDeon tube. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool suspension system. So Nicky Lauda could just drive a Mitsubishi Fuso with the same suspension system.
0: It's nice to know that he can get a, a post-millennium, newer-ish vehicle yes, with a DeDeon tube. Yes. Anyway. Sorry. I want to talk about bad things that happened in the year 2000. Okay. General Motors ruined The entire world by making quote-unquote luxury SUVs. It is now the 25th anniversary of the Cadillac Escalade and the Yukon Denali. The first gen was only like two years in the GMT-800. What what bothered me about these is that they were lazy. Oh, do you mean they changed literally nothing but several body panels and putting slightly different seats and steering wheels in it? Yeah. Ah, But it had a VCR, I'm sure.
1: Eh, sometimes if you had like the fully specced out version mm. but like there were previously luxury SUVs that were good like a land a Lexus LX like a Land Cruiser is basically a luxury vehicle by the time you got to high spec so that's why they just made the Lexus LX mm-hmm. and they made the Lexus GX which is certainly a expensive enough yeah <laughs> but like the base model Land Cruiser is like yeah that's a that's a farm truck the fully loaded Land Cruiser is a luxury vehicle so, like, yeah, I get the Lexus. That makes sense. Like, obviously, the G-Wagons that came here, the AMG G-Wagons, are totally luxury vehicles. Yeah. The Lamborghini LM002,
0: oh, the La Forza. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the LM002 was luxury, but at the time, it might have been considered yeah. oh, luxury. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely, at the time. Well, you have to also consider all this <laughs> as of the time. Yeah. La Forza. Oh um, my god! What a great name for such a horseshit vehicle. What's <laughs> a horseshit. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's pretty bad. That's great. Well, I mean, it's just like the size of several vehicles, which is great. Actually, they're quite small. Are they? What? They're not much bigger
1: than a XJ Cherokee, and oh. they have a Mustang V8.
0: Fair enough. Which the in pictures the pictures make them look, they look huge. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I know it is
1: Darren has a has a neighbor that has one. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. They actually exist. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: Yeah. No, he actually like drives a La Forza <laughs> as a vehicle. Um, and so, like they look really, really big, but they're Do not. they have
0: solid front axles? I assume. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why they're good, Ryan. Because bringing this back to the whole thing we talked about last time. They're more good because they're more bad. Yes. Well, yeah. and if you're going to have an SUV like this, it needs to have a solid front axle. And these do not.
1: Yeah, that's true. That yeah. that is exactly true. I'm trying to find a picture of a La Forza next to a vehicle. But it's, like that's tough. It's very difficult to find actually. Uh it's here a great we go. Name, though. I found one uh with a Mustang barely in the photo. <laughs> uh I mean
0: barely counts.
1: Yeah, but it does count, so you can get a sense of scale <laughs> well, slightly. Pull it up here. I just am pulling it up here. So uh, all right scroll down It just put right there Uh, I see it Um, it. you can see there's a Mustang right there it's not much bigger than the Mustang
0: that's fair it's the size of a vehicle I think it's the bolt pattern that really throws me on the scaling on the silly
1: bolt pattern (laughs) yeah but like also the Zuzu Troopers like the Acura SDX like that was a luxury truck that was oh a much God, better I trooper
0: about those i uh, the, and the passport too but yeah but like S- those i thought
1: it was slx whatever it was but the accurate version of the trooper was actually an upgraded trooper like they gave you a much better interior oh yeah it was the slx yeah, SLX, yeah. So i saw actually, one of those ones and i'm like, like you, you, you have that, to be click kidding on that me. youtube thumbnail you don't click into the video no right there i'm just looking at that yeah, yeah click it. it's gonna click, cl- click. it's it gonna won't, click into youtube just, no click it Look, it's right there. Don't touch it. It's Tyson. Oh, it's Tyson. And Tyson Huey's a really cool guy. Excellent. I actually know him personally. New he's... leather interior. But mm. like those are actually nice interiors. <laughs> but when you got the Escalade, the first generation Escalade, it was literally just if you got a high spec Tahoe, you could easily get a Tahoe that's
0: better than the Cadillac. I, I think the same. I mean the, no, you not could, changing up there. The if you got the <sighs> The big thing was the wood grain steering wheel.
1: Yeah, no, if you got, like, a Tahoe Limited, you wouldn't have these bits on it. Right. But you could get, like, um... Oh, God, look at that. I guess that was a square body, so it doesn't really work. These
0: were a GMT-800. Yeah, no, I remember the big thing was it had wood grain on the interior, but, like, it was quite literally a Suburban.
1: Yeah, it was literally just a Suburban. They didn't do anything. Like, and, like... That's not to say suburbans are bad. I like suburbans. like but they have a place. Not luxury view. No, and like you should. I just hate it when because like all the Escalade has ever been its entire history is just a gaudy version of a
0: Tahoe, and people treat it as a status symbol. It's not a status symbol. No, it's, it is for that entire group of people. Somehow internally, these at, they were and are acknowledged as status symbols. That's the only thing good I see here in this interior is the Toyota it, ball vent.
1: The ball vent is the ball
0: vent good. is good, and the, but I mean that's a straight out of Toyota thing. That's just copying.
1: I think that's also in the Suburban.
0: No, oh, it might be, but it came from Toyota for sure. But yeah, no, this truck doesn't do anything. I that I sucks. hate it, and I think that it did a disservice to the entire truck you know
1: community. you know my my least favorite thing about. Um Escalades are no, they have, curious. They've given us all sorts of shitbox Tahoes with the Escalade taillight conversions oh. that are the entire D pillar all the way down to the bumper. Yep. And they're always the worst version of that truck. It's always this it's like the same kind of truck on like bald mud tires. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> like the rear uh, like you cannot put it in four wheel drive because like the re- the tires have never ever been rotated, and the back tires are totally bald, and the fronts are pr- brand, are
0: brand new. The wheels and tires don't match. This yeah, is basically don't. Modi's Escalade.
1: Yeah, and like there's always like a crumpled fender, there's
0: <laughs> rust on it. It's like how, how do, do you have
1: rust on a ten year old car? Like, and they're GMT. They're
0: all GMT nine hundreds too. None of them are the later GMT FM twos, which the the Cadillac version was on the newer platform. It was that when they went to the um the independent front suspension? Uh, n- they always had IFS, but no, this is the gen before the IRS. Are you sure about that? Quite sure, but the like the 2015 era Escalade is what those tail lights were, and all of the conversion kits you see are on like the 2008 Tahoe.
1: I'm double checking that the front suspension is independent on that. I'm not sure about that.
0: Yeah, I don't even think the first gen Escalade had a live axle. Pretty confident those have all been IFS.
1: Oh. Right.
0: Even the HD pickups were IFS, so there's there's no way this thing was uh, alive um, from axle.
1: <clears throat> front suspension and all-wheel drive was solid axle in the first generation, at least.
0: On the first-gen Escalade GMT800. Yes.
1: yes, that did have solid front suspension. Hmm. If you had That's all-wheel drive, kind of cool. If you had an all-wheel drive version. So I can't say anything about front-wheel drive, but re- all-wheel re- drive, rear. You mean? What? Sorry, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah two-wheel drive. Um, But, I mean, like, that's the thing. is, like, even then, I just... It, it doesn't make up for the rest of the truck. Like, it's not like... It, it doesn't actually get better to a point in which it's actually, like, something desirable.
0: I don't know where you're finding, but the front diff is definitely IFS. Can you... Um, yeah, let me pull that up. I just... Typed in. I just I pulled up a '99 Escalade front differential to see if it was an oh, okay. axle, but it's yeah, it's clearly got stub axles. So huh. Th- these have all been IFS.
1: Do, type in '99 front uh, uh, 99 Escalade front suspension diagram. Uh, let's see here,
0: suspension di. Oops, diagram. Oh, so uh, images.
1: And, uh, try four by four. Make sure you have four x four in there, because these are not accounting
0: for provisions for an axle. Uh, Where is Tucker when
1: we need him? That's the photo I saw.
0: Okay. Yeah, the sway bar, but... Oh, sure. Yeah, I see that. In steering dappers. Uh, yeah, I just went straight for the differential because that's going to tell me auto part status-wise. So that's definitely a, a stub axle diff. But anyway, no, these were all always independent front suspension on Escalades anyway. I'll
1: have to... I, I know it's two-wheel drive, that's for sure. <clears> but, <throat> like, it's also two-wheel drive, obviously. You're not going to have an I-Beam two-wheel drive truck in 2000. 2000-
0: the year 2000 all right (coughs) but But, i mean i think that was part of their claim to fame is like this was always what more comfortable than the live axle even they got so much flack for this 97
1: to 2000 front differential carrier but Mm -hmm. that was still right it's the same thing i don't i i i don't have enough i i can't i I can't be bothered to care
0: and of course look it's out of a tahoe yeah (laughs) I can't be bothered <laughs> to care. I like that they put Escalade <laughs> on here just to get more money out of it. And it still hasn't sold. And it's only $220. Lovely. Um, <laughs> and yeah, who cares? It's, I hate that vehicle. Yeah. I hate it so much.
1: Escalades do nothing for me. Um, I'm trying, like it's yeah. They're it, problematic. I I'm trying to find like a world in which I want an Escalade. And it's like, even let's say I was looking for a V8 LS powered luxury truck. Well, that narrows it down, certainly. In In that world, a Saab 97X aero still exists.
0: So much better. It's
1: infinitely better. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want Saab props. I'm like, okay,
0: a Trailblazer SS. No, 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 Buick Rainier V8. I mean. Yeah, like, actually, that's
1: that's the plug, because I love Buick.
0: Um, Did they make an Ascender with the V8? Because I know that was a Trailblazer, but... I wonder if they ever did the V8. Oh, you could also get like an H3 Alpha or a Colorado with the 5.3. Like, you could get an SSR.
1: (laughs) You could get an Ascender with a
0: V8. (laughs) No, that's the plug right there, boys.
1: Yeah, no, I still would want the LL8. Um, Oh, me too, but. (laughs) So yeah, you could get a, a 2003 through 2007 Ascender. Oh, my um, God, you
0: could get the aluminum 5.3. That's amazing.
1: Yep, that's pretty cool. Wow,
0: what a terrible uh, vehicle. 2005 to
1: 2007 was displacement on demand. So I would
0: definitely take an LL8 over that. Oh, yeah, because lifters. Yep, don't want that. How do they work? GM completely and, forgot the first 60 years of small block design yeah, with DoD. That. Yeah, um, It's it's V864 bad if you guys aren't aware. Yes, like, no, it is. DoD it, it's, engines. It's a
1: slightly better V864.
0: The entire Cam train is complete garbage made yep. out of play doh and it will immediately eat into itself and die. Yeah, unless you disable DOD and replace yep. lifters. So anyway. So uh yeah, <clears> I just
1: <throat> I can't imagine a world in which I want an Escalade and it's just like the the worst thing like the best thing I can say is I think if you got like an Escalade EXT, you could get a four L eighty E. I think that's if if you got the like the uh, Big he, yeah, the Chuchin ESV, Boy. I can't remember. If he had the, the Suburban-based one, I think would. Yeah, the ESV,
0: um, which only came in... Like, that was 06 plus. Like yeah. All Escalades prior to that were short wheel days. Yes, I know. Which is wild. Yeah, it's very but strange. I think there were still four L65s up until they went to the GMT. Yeah, I would I just know. get that But anyway, Escalade. if you want an Escalade, just buy this. Yeah, That's, uh, get that
1: or... Um, well, let's put up the actual... The desirable one, a Saab
0: 97X Aero. It yep. has specifically the oh, Aero. I know. Because it had the 6 liter and the really nice wheels.
1: Yes, and a, a, actually a substantially improved interior. Yeah, that's...
0: Now, that's a machine. I really still love how these look, but I know that it's a GMT 350 under it, so it's like, well... But if I, you're going to buy Trailblazer I actually, SS... I bam.
1: like the Trailblazer platform. There's not a Trailblazer I dislike. Oh, it's the, fine. The transmissions yeah, are just really bad. Yeah, but I mean, like, you just take the transmission out and you replace it with literally any other GM transmission. Cause from my understanding, the, uh, transfer case just bolts into where the, or the center differential bolts into where the transfer case would be. That I have no idea. So you can literally just swap between other like four L, Transmission. So you get sure a 4L, you could take the 4L
0: 60 and put it an 80. Let's be real. The controllers and, are probably the same even on the six speed. So you could probably get a 6L 90 and throw that in there. I mean, I would still just do a. F-
1: I do the. I do. Well, oh, no. Solved.
0: NV4500 out of the Silverado. They sold those with four wheel drive. Manual. Done. Dang,
1: perfect. I would also just want to keep it automatic because the only thing I'd be doing with this is towing things and drag racing. So.
0: Fine. All of yeah. the manual one. Yeah, you have the manual one. All of my automatic one. That just works better. So we're in search of two. Actually, Nine, seven arrows. I am
1: am perpetually in search of a running, absolutely shitted, with a good transmission trailblazer uh, six-cylinder. Okay. Preferably, I think 07 is the, correct, is the best year.
0: Because they had the new engine with the different reluctor or something else? I can't remember. but I, I, There I, was mechanical changes, I know. Yeah, there
1: was some. Mecha- I think 07 was the best year. I can't remember the exact details. But anyway, any... Trailblazer that shitted and running and just the the rest of the truck's bad because I need the engine and transmission out of it. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask need. any follow up questions. But n- well, for the Cressida, <laughs> oh, okay, because I want to do an
0: LL8 swap in the Cressida. <laughs> then yes, you want the 7 plus because it has the different reluctor and the newer computer, yes, which you can use the yep. FI Live on.
1: There we go. Thank you. Yep. You you know that I've done a lot head. of research yes. on the LL8. I would like because <laughs> I want to do an automatic LL8 because I'm like I want to have like. I basically would like a small-body LS400, which would be a Cressida, effectively. Yeah. And, like, 1UZs are, like, kind of getting expensive for what they can actually output. So I think an LL8 is probably the best move because it's an Isuzu engine. So it's it's like straight six. It's it's an inline six. It's such a big straight six. It's like jag size. Yeah, it fits in place... It makes the right sounds. Like I'm pretty here for it. I think that'd be
0: like a really yes. good move. Yes.
1: That'd be a, quite a good. Trust me,
0: car. I've been on the fence for LLA swapping something for a long time. I
1: get it. I think it. the Cressida is the right car. I probably. Is. Because like that car is like it's supposed to be just a grandpa car. It's a, it's a comfy grandpa car. Like I was considering putting a manual in it. And like it would be better for it, but it would lose what it is. It is I like it as the Cressida I just want a Cressida without a 7M. Ah. I want a reliable MX-83. That's what I'd like. Because the rest of the car, I love. It's perfect. I just... The
0: one part that I hate, I want gone. So... LL8. Yeah, and I'm not going to recommend the OBD1 BMW engine, even though that's definitely the way to go, because of the automatics that were offered at that time, yeah. being the French-built General Motors 4L30E. And so that's
1: actually the thing, is I was
0: thinking about other, oh. other cars, and I'm like... Because those run with three wires. Like, those are great. And
1: it seemed like, well, because they make A340E uh, rebuild kits for per- for performance. I'm like, I could just do, like a, like, a Jay-Z swap. Like, no, all Jay-Z engines are stupidly expensive. And yeah. An LL8 is just like free, yeah. And they make the same noise. They have the same firing order. They have the same cam placement. They the LL8 does have a smaller cam in it, but they, still they make, make like
0: re- 300 horsepower. There's
1: so different fun. cams that you can get. You can really wake them up with aftermarket camshafts. So and like we like the LL8. Too. If I were to get an LL8, I would want to do the timing chain before I put it in the car. No way. Why? Because I don't trust timing Chance. Oh yeah,
0: no, they're yeah problematic. Yeah, I don't Mm trust them. Especially because the 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 maintenance on this shitted out uh, trailblazer (sighs) will have not been done. So I'm like, it's gonna be an envoy. Let's be real.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so like, it's just gonna be like the worst possible trailblazer that functions Mm,
0: delicious.
1: And so yeah, I just need the engine out of it. The engine transmission, like preferably one. I want one like if I get one that's like compromised by rust.
0: So like I know the rest of the car runs. It's just that it's physically unsafe to drive. It's going to, bald tires, the ABS is going to not be working. You're going to find one with front end damage. That's running. Well,
1: that's the promise. I don't want front end damage. Actually, because those aren't worth anything. Like, a cracked headlight pretty much totals them out at this point. Yeah,
0: like, I'm not saying, like, cooling system damage or it overheated. I'm just saying, like, hey, the entire front clip needs replaced. Or, like, you got T-boned or the rear end rolled over or something. Maybe not rolled over. Maybe not rolled. T-boned is
1: ideal. T-boned, rear-ended, something that I can drive to my driveway and yank the engine out in my half driveway, call up, like, Cash for cars, Whatever. cash for clunkers. Any auto donation <laughs> shop. Donate the rest of the chassis, so it's not my fucking problem. And then let her rip. And then take that engine and stuff
0: <coughs> it in my Cressida. That's what I want to do. Just to be, be very the very big simple. automotive stapler. Get her done.
1: Yeah, and actually the swaps are not hard because all the wiring straight is
0: straight six, straight six. Well, and also yeah, the
1: GM no. no it, so the thing is, like, I was actually considering wiring. That's why I didn't want to do BMW engine because it's a wiring nightmare. Why? But, it's three wires. I know, but this, it's you have to like. Disassemble harnesses and stuff, and to get like all the factory gauges working and everything. Oh, that could be. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But this one is just you, it's just like doing an LS swap. It's literally—it's
0: the same computer. Yeah. It's
1: the same computer. It's there's all the LS swap like peripheral shit that you can get for a Cressida already. The
0: shelf can interpolator
1: modules that yeah. just have analog outputs for things. Exactly. Like that's great. I love that. And I could just put that on the cross. All the and benefit of
0: an LS with none of the drawback of having an LS.
1: Well, also, LSs aren't cheap anymore.
0: It well, costs some, some money.
1: Cheap, but well, I mean, they still cost some money.
0: Even, like, regu- I, was tell- I think I told you about this, but, like, a regular K24 now, if you mm-hmm. want one with less than 200K on it, is, like, a $1,000 engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for an A3. Like, yeah, oh, not a CRV engine. They're not nope. cheap anymore.
1: No, you just you need to do an <laughs> LL8. Because, also, LL8s, inline-six, you don't have to do weird exhaust shit. Like and the exhaust is where it's supposed to be. They sound pretty good, too. They do sound quite good when you open them up. Mm-hmm. So, We
0: agree. LL8 is good. Yep. LL8 and the Cresta. All, All right. right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.
1: Bye.